0: Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies, with your host, Janaed Ahmed. In this episode, I take you on a journey. My first bike ride in eight months. In a special edition of Hacks and Hobbies, I bring you out on the trail with me. So it's been eight months since I last rode my bike. That was a 100 mile seagull century. Then I took a break. Now, I'm back on the bike. More than riding a bike with a team, it's about the solitude. It's about giving it all you've got to get over the next hill right? Because like life, most of the time, you got to do what you feel is necessary for you to get over the hurdles and challenges that you face in life. Same is with biking. It's more of a solitude sport than a team sport what is your fitness level, how much, what's your average speed, right, what RPM can you stick to, where's your heart rate going to remain, all of this is what makes biking a solo sport, no matter how many people you're riding with, you got to make sure you don't run into someone in front of you. You're going to crash into them on the sides. You're telling everybody your whereabouts as you're passing them. That's riding. That's biking. That's cycling for you. So. Far of. ridden for 35 minutes. Coming up on 8 miles. Average speed is 10. And. Well not the best of stats, but best I can do after eight months of not riding. Whew. The other great thing about riding is the peace of mind and clarity you get when you're on the road, when you're on the trail. Of course, it's not the same, or maybe it is for mountain biking or you're then riding a dirt trail. It's a lot more faster in t- terms of you making quick decisions as opposed to when you're on a road, a paved road. So I've got about two more miles to go and then I can turn around and do another 10 miles to get back to my car. Okay. It's a nice cool day. Started out back at the ice rink. I don't know if any ice is left because it's summer now. But this uh, trailside park is located in Ashburn right off of Claiborne Park. It's become the de facto meetup point for short to medium length rides for Team Velocipede plus we have a few teammates who live out in Ashburn, Leesburg area So it's more of a central meeting point. It's crazy that we had a total of 18 people turn out for this group ride. Um, 14 Velacipede members and 4 guests. And I believe uh, some of the guests might join the team. And then they were meeting up with another guy, another teammate, up in Leesburg, because that's close to where he lives. At this point, I've got another mile to go. I don't know if there's a group waiting up there. I know Nader said he's going to make it to the bridge, the ferry, white ferry, and then turn back. They'll put him to be around 11 o'clock back at the car. But since have got a jam-packed day today, I might have to turn around sooner than him. Ah, remember the scenery, it's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful scenery sun is out slowly climbing up see the shadow the sun rays cutting in through the trees on either side of me mostly on my right side since I'm heading up west some other things that I wanted to mention is not being on a bike such a long time you forget some of the things that you gotta avoid like your hand falling asleep or your elbows feeling weak morning or your knees given out so get a uh, tend to your body keep going how far you can and take a break and get back on Keep riding some more. But because of some time crunch, low fitness level, I have to turn back around pretty soon. Catch you up towards the end of the ride. So stick around. back whoo all right that was the tunnel close to leesburg i believe yep we're coming up close to leesburg I gotta get back there's too much noise up here all right i've ridden 10.2 miles it's time for me to turn around one thing i uh forgot was when you're on the road not all the time do you have the cover of the trees so you get to uh, feel the sun on your skin or on your body heating you up and today's temperature is supposed to be quite warm all right so i'm gonna turn around and see how i do my heart rate is 127 so i should probably drink water take a nice rest and then turn around stick around for the end of the ride Up at my rest stop, uh, dry mill and WNOD Just met up with a couple of cyclists. They're actually training for triathlons. They do three to four tri- triathlons per year. And one of the guy, he does full Ironman triathlons, which is 112 miles of riding your bike. Then you do a swim, then you do a run. I don't know the numbers on those, but you know about the Ironman triathlon, you know all about it. So it's pretty amazing to be training for that. And he said the key point is to get your riding done as fast as you can. I think he's saying that he can do 112 miles in about under six hours. That's pretty fast considering. Some of the etiquettes of riding on a shared trail where you'll see walking, people walking with strollers, um, running with their dogs or just riding their bike and uh, road bikers that you gotta know how to tell the others what you're doing. If you're coming up Behind somebody, and you want to pass them, you want to tell them, Hey, I'm going to be passing on your left. So you tell them, Passing on your left. If you're riding with a group, is when you have a lot more things to worry about. If you got people in front of you, you got people behind you. So you got to let them know, Hey, there's bikers up on the other side coming the opposite direction. So you say, Bikers up, or runners up, or Walkers up, essentially whoever's coming down your way, you just say, hey, this is what's happening, watch out, get ready, prepare. And of course there's also hand gestures that you're indicating people behind you. If there's growl on the road, you say growl on the road and you know you point direction you want them to move. If there's slow bikers or walkers ahead that you gotta pass, you gesture to the left, you hand behind you, and you tell them, hey, there's people up that are slower, so at your own safety, pass them on their left. And that's when you tell them, passing on your left. Sometimes I've even heard uh, people say, passing on your left, a big group. So they know that, hey, there's a big group coming, to pass them on their left. Now, when you're riding on the road, look at the group. You'll say, hey, car up, car back, car passing, just so your group knows. Everybody's around you know what's going on. And they recommend that you don't have both your ears plugged with earphones and music. Just plug in one. Pay attention to the other riders and calling out signs on the other ear. There's etiquettes and safety protocols in place for your own safety. And it served us very, very well. One time I crashed into the group lead. I wasn't sure, one, he was gonna make the left and I was just gonna pass him on the left. And I forgot to call out, a am passing on your left, and he didn't mention either that we're going to turn left up here. We're just quietly talking. I mean, we're probably going like five miles an hour. Just, uh, I a He was a little upset. I was like, I'm so sorry, it's your new bike. Plus, we had some newbies on the ride so it didn't look professional so for the rest of that ride I just stayed back, like way back anyways so some etiquettes to keep yourself safe here's some sounds right next to the water got about two and a half miles left and some of the things I want to mention it's important that you have a high cadence having a high cadence on your bike tends to raise your heartbeats per minute so it all comes down to where that balances where you're not puffing and uncomfortable comfortable in the ride. Again, having a higher fitness level definitely helps you get there. So the goal is to get out more, to ride more, to enjoy the weather. Enjoy The silence, the tranquility. It's just an amazingly fun hobby. Of course, with it comes the need to have the best gear. Right? Having a light enough bike, getting that bike fitted to your body is key. Because if you're not comfortable, you're getting wrist pain, back pain, elbow pain, knee pain. Whew, that is not a fun ride. So, some of the key things before to know when you're getting into a road biking hobby. Um, other biking is mountain biking in the forest biking the trails that's where the hybrid bikes come into play hybrid and mountain bikes hybrid bikes you can go on the road on trails some dirt gravelish road bikes you can go through gravel but better be good gravel because if it's those thick boulders you're going to mess up your bike or you're going to be struggling through that stuff regardless anyways I got two miles left to go I just want to thank you for tuning in again to the Hacks and Hobby podcast um, I'll be back with another episode Talking about the bees, gotta check on the bees. Haven't done that in the past three weeks, so we'll see how the saskatraz bees have done and how the alexander bees are doing. Um, I have noticed a lot of bearding on the alexander bees versus saskatraz, so I'm questioning. How the root progression is. There is a lot less nectar available, of course, a lot less pollen available. Just take that sugar water. So, that's what we'll be talking about in the next episode. Thanks for listening.